Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's, we put the Cavaliers behind us. Playoff basketball now. Let's talk about it. What an incredible opportunity this is to talk about uh, no matter what happens, championships, no championships, this era of basketball is going to have a 30 for 30. There's going to be a documentary. All the secrets are going to come out. Um, but that's years down the road. Right now, that story is, is being written. And um, I have the distinct pleasure to be chronicling this era of basketball in New York City, the greatest city in the world, um, with my friends. Uh, of course... Is Matt. Matt, say hello to the people. I mean, uh, excuse me. Bam. Say hello to the people. <laughs> you just told me not to reveal your government name. <laughs> oh, good. Sunday, 3.30, ABC. It's Easter. It's the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. And I was saying to my brother the other day, you know, it seems like whenever the Nets are relevant, they always seem to find their way. In, like, they always play the Celtics. Like, but a coincidence. And I was like, you know what? It's really not, though. It's because Boston's always good. And it's, it's a franchise that you love taking down. You've had a lot of success doing it. You got a chance to do it again. It's a nice it's it's a nice team to beat on the way towards the story, right? Like, if we're going to write history, it's good to get one of those, you know, cornerstone NBA teams, right? <laughs> You remember the New York Giants winning in Lambeau Field. Yeah. You know, it's that type of franchise. And we got a challenge ahead of us. Looking forward to it. Oh, it's not going to be easy. And, of course, I am also uh, 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 having the distinct pleasure of chronicling this era with my other partner, Mr. Sam LaChow. Say hello to the people, Sam. Got through, uh, got through the plan. There were a lot of times this season where I was nervous if we were even going to make the plan when we uh, went on that, what, 11, 12-game losing streak and had some gutless gutless performances against uh, the Hornets and the, and the Hawks. But, I'm, look, I'm, uh, I'm just happy to be here at this point. But we'll, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I, it, it's been a lot of anxiety for you. Are, are you okay? We've we've got we've come this far. Are you feeling more relaxed now? I mean, I think this season, if there's anything that it's done for me, it's made me a bit numb to like any type of Nets basketball, like pain and or 
expectations. And I know uh, Bam will also speak to this because he's he's a psychopath like I am. And, you know, I just, you know, like there are a lot of games where I've had to shut off. I've had to like the Cam Thomas game where he wanted for the Knicks. I had to miss it because when they were down huge at half, I went on like a four mile walk. I just couldn't I, I, I couldn't do it and couldn't go through with it. So. Yeah, I mean it, it's take it's taking a toll on me, and I'm sure Sunday is gonna is 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 a restart. Oh man, I I feel good about it, but we're 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 gonna have that conversation. We are adding to the squad. We we're we're expanding the opinion base. We're bringing cats on that that not only know basketball, not only have their own um you know basketball um, bona fides. But, uh, you know, I, we also wanted to bring on someone. We've talked basketball. We've talked in particular Nets basketball with for a long time. And so we brought the homie Kool-Aid on the show. Kool-Aid, say hello to the people. It was good, everybody. You know, wanted to play in. Business as usual. Being a Brooklyn boy, I hate everything that come out of uh, Boston. So... <laughs> We got we got we got to get right and get them up out of here. Not an easy task, but it's about to shock the world. I I I don't know if it's shock the world though. Like, is it shock the world or is it do what they were meant to do? I say shock because of everything that transpired in the last two seasons. You know, but our luck, we ain't supposed to be here at all. If anything <laughs> can go bad, it has happened to us. So you know, I see shock that we actually getting healthy at the right time and clicking. True, true, true. Like I, I, I'm not gonna reveal too much of your story, but I, I just want to tell the, uh, the, the pod thorn listener base. This is a person who knows ball. This is a hooper who, who, who I, I won't say which championships or anything like that. Um, because uh, I respect your your anonymity, my brother. But you know basketball. You know what it takes to to. You've been a part of winning basketball. Tell tell the people like, how do you see this Nets journey? Is it does can you can you conclude that a championship can come out of what we've, for lack of a better word, the 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 fuckery that we've seen this season. <laughs> Do you think we could, we could, uh, we we this looks like a championship team to you? Um, yes, and the reason why I'm saying that is when you've got two of the top fifteen, top twenty. You know, I'm not going to argue with how people rate Kai. Um, and championships, every championship um, run, the eventual winners had some form of luck. And there was some form of major injury to another team that helped right. propel them to the championship. Right. Uh, you know, I'm a little suspect of Nash, but I think if the stars can control most of it and don't need him to really coach, because this is this this particular uh, matchup is going to call for him to coach, because you're not. Let's not act like. Um, Ma wasn't just with us last year, right? Like, and he, so he, he may knows where the bodies are buried. Yeah, he so secrets. he knows the offense, he knows the sets, 
what they're looking to get out of that. No matter how much of a read and react offense we have, there's still principles to it. Um, so in saying that, he knows where if I double here, they're looking for the man to come from here to be the release point. And when you got guys like uh, Marcus Smart who shoots the gap and play phys- is a physicality from, from the head of the snake, it puts a lot of pressure on the rest of the players to, to step up. But like I said, they got an injury. They're getting healthy. I think Ben will probably play before game three, just because people are saying game three, we've been off the trail, but everything they told us about him from the go. So this is a pleasant surprise. I think those two players we got, we seen KD win one game by himself against the eventual champs. So it's kind of hard for me not to say we a championship team when we got both of them now. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna swing this this side over to you, um, um, Bam, because I, you know, me and you have have gone back and forth on Nash. I think Nash has to be the third best player on this team. He's the third most important thing. Kevin has to play. Kyrie has to play. We have to have their overwhelming talent. Yes, I agree with that. However, if Steve Nash beats Ime Udoka in this playoff series, then I don't want to hear about Ime Udoka anymore. Talk, talk to me. Why, why, why does Ime Udoka? How much does the so-called Ime Udoka uh, uh, advantage uh, put us in danger, Ben? It's hard for me to critique him as a coach because I don't watch Boston enough to do that. and I don't think you could really get a true feel for a coach unless you're doing that. You know, my biggest thing with Nash is he he has to stay flexible here. And like Kool-Aid was just saying, you know, if they're trapping, they know where the release valves are. Now, to me, this is a serious calling for LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, they're going do balls with their second unit scoring. You know, he got some easy baskets. He hits his free throws if he gets fouled. And he's a release foul that the other team has to account for. If it's Claxton, they're going to let him get the ball there, right? Then they're going to, like, you know, he said, though, you know, dive down. The guards will dig at the ball. But that's Aldridge. You know, they have to adjust how they play. I mean, you're telling me he can't guard Tice out there? Yeah, no. He, I, If it's me, I'm, I'm designing a second unit that – that puts Drogic and um and Lamarcus Aldridge. I think what Lamarcus Aldridge has been missing is someone to create shots for him. He's not gonna create a shot for himself. He's a stiff now. Right. Like, so let, let's say hypothetically Simmons was back playing 10, 15 minutes. You would ideally <laughs> not play right. him with that. You play him with that second unit. Yeah. With Aldridge, with Curry, with Drogic out of the floor, you have a lot more offensive activity. Right now they're rolling out there with Kyrie, Mills, and Drogic, and they're just small in that backcourt. Right. And Kessler has been so ineffective that that it's 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 hard to give him heavy minutes, especially when it you might be you might be breaking him. Sam. Yeah, and why can't you play Claxton next to Aldridge? Claxton can guard on the perimeter. Yeah. They can op- they operate in different spaces on the offensive end. I think it's I think it's doable. I think I think um I think they're that they've been finishing games with Claxton, 
So they've been trying to like make sure that he doesn't t- tire out. He he right. hasn't been in the best shape all all year. Um, um, I it, it's weird with Nash. I could see why he does what he does. Um, Sam, you tell me how how much of a influence does Nash um have on 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 the Nets winning this series or not? Yeah, I think I, I kind of echo what uh, everyone else has said in that. I, I think he honestly plays maybe even a bigger role than what what we're all making uh, it out to be in in part because you know this is a Celtics team that where every single guy on their team uh knows their role knows what they knows what they're supposed to do at every <laughs> at, at every turn I mean since the All-Star break they have the best record in basketball they're 17 and 5 they're and they're and they're not just they they weren't just beating teams they were blowing teams out while playing unbelievable defense and also being like red hot on offense. I think they have the highest points per game also since the, since the all-star break. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I echo what Bam said in terms of Nash being flexible and seeing what works and seeing what, uh, uh, what doesn't work. And I think part of that is throwing things, throwing a lot of different things at the, uh, uh, at the Celtics, kind of similar to what we saw, you know, off the bat, what Ty Lue did with, uh, with Carl, with Carl Anthony Towns and getting him uncomfortable, the Celtics team at this point, the only good thing about the Celtics being so good recently is they haven't been uncomfortable in a while. This team has basically had smooth sailing for two or three months. And I think that uh, you do hit a point where when you get hit in the mouth for the first time in a while that can, you know, set you back a little bit. And I think that's, that hopefully is what the, is what the Nets can try to do, but it's going to require, you know, throwing a lot of different things at them. Yeah, and, since and you know, the, real quick, go ahead. real quick, uh, Eve, talking about, you know, the playoffs and the seedings and stuff, this is what we wanted. You know, we were like anybody but Milwaukee, essentially, right? It was, was kind of what we were all thinking. So thinking back two and a half weeks ago, we would have signed up for this exact scenario. I, I agree with that, too. Um, it. The question for me is, is what is it about the Nets that people don't see the 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 handicaps that we have? Like there, I hear so many people talking about Robert Williams and the fact that Boston is gonna have it just hasn't had Robert Williams. Boston has been pretty lucky so far, even even due to the fact that they did a trade which made them better and getting Derek. Um, Derek White uh, uh, on the on the squad, they've been pretty healthy. So now they've lost Robert Williams, but we we haven't gotten back Ben Simmons. We haven't gotten back Joe Harris. We're not getting back Joe Harris, and um, you know we we're we're pretty much a brand new team, and this is a team that's had a lot of continuity, even though it has a new coach. So really, there's no excuses for them. They They've got two bona fide superstars. What am I? What am I missing? Um, uh, Kool Aid. Where? Where am I? Why? Do, why are we such the overwhelming favorites? Well, so Williams is the glue guy, right? Yeah. What we what we're susceptible to is that pick and roll with the athletic big. Like even if you go back and you look at when we played the Knicks. Simmons got busy on us with the pick and roll. 
he's a no name. So now you're talking about a guy that's been in the league a couple of years. He finally figured his role out. A coach pulled it out of him. Um, a lot of people are picking us because we have KD and Kyrie. Like, let's not let let's not look at it no more than that. Because just like the Celtics, the Celtics are a new team as well. They made a major trade. It may not seem major, but that Derek White trade was very major for them in the continuity to make them gel. Yeah, but it's so, one it's one piece though. It's it's okay. It's now look this, at that had been that Simmons. four. Hold hold on. I want you to I want you to react to this. That okay. that four is smart. Uh, Brown. Uh, Tom Lord, and and even Horford Horford has been there for for a while when he plays, and and of course Tatum. So that's four dudes that's of solid continuity. Wouldn't you agree with that? I would agree, but it's a new coach and a new system. So, yeah, they have familiarity with each other. But True. one key piece can shift can shift the team um, one, way or, one way or the other. And I'll look at it and take y'all back. Think about when the Pistons had a Rasheed Wallace. That was one person. Right. Made them a championship. Made them a champion. So that's how you got to look at it. Look at the Bucks. They added Drew Holiday. That made them a champion. You know, so I look at that and just say, I don't, for people, for people to pick Boston, they have every right to pick Boston. They're the two seed. I don't care about injuries because that happens to everybody. Right. So unfortunately, we had the KD situation. Kyrie, that was self-inflicted. Um, Harden is Harden. So I'm not going to go to those two. But injuries, because we've watched KD win meaningful games with the kids. My thing is, in this Boston series, and I, I, I think it was Bam who said it, that LA needs to play, I, I totally agree with that. The reason why, put him on the low post. That's where he earned his bread and butter at. At every stop. You know what that does when you throw it in the post? You're going to calm everybody else down. You're going to put people in their right spots. Right. I also I also believe that you got to give Blake some spot minutes. The reason why? Tice, Tice is not a little dude. He's got a little girth to him. So you I, can't ask LaKessler that's to too, guard him. Don't you think nah, that's it's too, not. It's too, that's, now you're talking about 11 dudes playing. I think no, that's but too see, many. see, I think the issue is that he said nine prematurely. You don't know how a how how a, how a series is going to swing, so you're not going to play a person because in your mind, you said nine. Maybe right. maybe you play somebody like Kessler one minute, two or three minutes, and it don't look good. Oh, this might not be the series one, and that's fine. But that's mm-hmm. part of coaching. You can't go in and say. I'm just not going to do it. That hurt us last year. Now, as, as as trash as DJ was in the effort, we know he gave none of that. But we needed a body last year. Even I, even if he would have did something good for just two minutes out of 15 he played, that could have swung the game. We man, won't know because he wouldn't premeditate it, that he wasn't going to do it. You know what? That's fair. Bam, why don't you, while... while um. While uh, I I uh, not sure I agree with this with his points, 
why don't you pile on? Where, do you agree? You want to add on something to that? Because I know from our yeah, conversations I mean, just, that this is something we've talked about. On, me and him are on the same page. You know, I, I, I think, like, what does Kessler Edwards bring that outweighs LaMarcus Aldridge's value? We, this guy was, like, our third leading scorer. He played, like, a chunk of games. He was a big component of the team. And, they, and they've lost that. They've lost the pick-and-pop game, you know, with him. I mean, these teams that we play that have the Tysons of the world, there's matchups there for him. If, we, if we're lucky enough to get to Milwaukee, you know, when we played Milwaukee the other night, there's no release valve that can that is a threat offensively. And he can pop into those 18-foot shots. And we need the scoring. You know, we need, we need more fluid in the offense. Putting the ball in the post, like Cool said, it also gets the defense to turn their heads. You know, you can kick balls out for threes. You can do action away from the ball to set screens to, to try uh, and, and free up your shooter. So I, I definitely want to see more variety. I, if So playing devil's advocate, what if – and I'm only saying this because, because uh, this is my idea. I would unleash LMA in a series against the Bucks. When I think back to that Buck series, he would have been perfect for that series. And in this particular series, I feel like you could stick to the Claxton Drummond uh, uh, pairing, rotation, or however you want to call it, um, and and just and just go for it. I don't I don't think the scoring drought that they go through ha- is because of that they don't have enough scoring. I think it's because they just don't have anybody else that can actually move the ball and get them into sets. I don't think that's, I don't think that's our two superstars main mindset, but Sam, excuse me, no, bam. Uh, could you, could it be possible that they're just trying to save LMA for the bucks? I, I mean, that's flawed logic if they are, unless there's lingering effects of the injury. I don't know about. I, I think I think he's ready to say, play. He's ready to play. Let's say the let's say the guest is he's old, he's fragile, and he could be the difference maker in this particular series, and he doesn't really help us in this series. Is they they don't play him because they don't think he can help. That's one thing. If they don't play him because they're saving him. This team doesn't have the, um, you know, ability to think that way. They're, they're, they're not a lock to advance here. They have to get there first. So, knowing all of oh, those okay. things, let, let's say that's, uh, let's say that's, um, all of that is accurate, Sam. You play in LMA, he's, he, he's not cutting mustard. Where, where do you go from there? I mean, you know, it, it's funny. My like general take, and maybe it's a little bit different, but I just think with the, with a team like Boston, where they know everything that what what they're doing, and I think the Nets are a team that are gonna go are, are basically, you know, uh, what's the right saying? Are are are, are basically uh, cooking as they go. Don't really know like they're freestyling. Be- yeah, they're freestyling exactly. That's the word I was looking for. And like, given that's the case, like. I would honestly be throwing the kitchen sink at 
at Boston and making them do a lot of thinking because like this team, because the Nets barely know themselves. So why not also make Boston? And I think the issue that you see a lot of times, especially late in games, and we saw this, especially in the KD Harden era earlier this year, was just how predictable the Nets offense got. And like, like I've always maintained that in the playoffs, a lot of what I get more nervous about is their offense and not their defense. Cause I think you've seen like defensively, they, especially with, and especially if Simmons comes back defensively, they can, they can actually get it going. But like, I don't know, but uh, sorry, my, my voice started echoing, but uh, anyway, they, like they actually get, get it going and like, but offensively yeah, is, is where I think they just become very stagnant don't really know exactly what they're uh, what they're doing. Become super predictable, and that's where I'd always like to see the the hockey subs. Like get people in, get people out, get people in, get people out. Throw a lot of different things. Make Udoka have to think. I mean, this is Udoka's first playoff series. Like I, I would, you got to throw the kitchen sink. As, as, as Bam said, nothing is given. I mean, like if you told me the Nets are going to lose this series in six, I would believe it. Like the Celtics have been playing great. Of course, um, I lose my headphones. Uh, <laughs> my headphones go out right in the middle of you talking, Sam. But uh, <laughs> uh, I did hear you. I'm 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 now provisioning another pair of headphones. Excuse me, um, Sam. Is if Nash had one fatal error that he's in terms of mistakes that he's made in the past, which one, if he made it again, would be the one that causes them to lose the series? Um, I, think I think it's his. I think it's his lack of adjustments and keeping, keeping things, keeping things going. Whatever, whatever his, you know, higher level philosophy is, and, and you know, like, like what makes great playoff coaches, coaches great playoff coaches, playoff coaches is, is if they, they see something that they don't like, they scrap it, and by halftime they have something new cooked up. up. You, you see, like guys, guys like Ty Lue do that all the time. And so that's what I think we got to see. Like I think that. You know, KD covers a lot of what Nash does, and this is – I mean, look, they're going to have to go through really good coaches. Uh, during this playoff run, they're probably going to – if you go on the run that we all expect, you're talking about going through, you know, Udoka and then probably, you know, Budenholzer and then probably, you know, Nick uh, – it could, could be Nick Nurse, could be uh, – uh, what do you call it? The uh, Spolstra. Like, the, I mean, these are real these are real X's and O's guys who know what they're doing. I, I, I got to agree. I have to agree. I have to agree. Um, Kool-Aid, now that we're here, it, it who's the person that's really in our way uh, uh, at Boston? Who is the person that's really – is it Jason Tatum? Is I mean, is he the – he's obviously the obvious uh, choice, but – who do we have to stop? And if we stop them, we win this series. Okay, I'm going to answer that, but give me a second because Sam said something in BAM that I want to expand on that I don't think people are really even thinking about. So, oh, All right, go there. So Horford and, and Tice both start for Boston? Are they, are, are they now the starters? Is it... Is it Horford, Horford Tice? Horford starts. Yes. Uh, okay, but I don't so think they, they play Tice too, though. Yeah, it, no, they, they start Horford, Tice, Brown, Tatum, and Smart. Okay, even better then. That means we are the bigger team. 
So when they go to their bench, you can play L.A. He's the biggest person. So they're going to put Williams on him. So now you're forcing them to keep one of their main players out on the on the court to waste them 40 minutes like we do KD and Kyrie. That'll that'll pay dividends in the second half, in the fourth quarter. Because if we don't really expect to play L.A. maybe 15, 20 minutes, maybe, and you're keeping their starters out, now Claxton can play with him. Now you can actually run that action where Dragic is good with the lobs. He did that with Bam when they was going when they went to the finals on their final run. That's what he did. To me, Claxton plays the role as Bam when Dragic is on the is on the court. Now, I know I'm jumping around because now I want to answer your question, but I just wanted to give people a little bit of thought that the Nets are actually the team, the bigger team. We have about four or five seven footers. So we should be imposing our will with layups and dunks to get them in foul trouble. Will that happen? Probably not because we're a finesse team. And that and that bothers me that KD takes jump shot at the dotted instead of taking one more step or leaning forward and getting the end one. Yeah, and but I, when, people, you, when people say, oh, the Nets get no calls, I, I cringe because it's because we're a jump shooting team. Jump shooting teams don't get calls that's just the reality am i wrong yeah we no you're 100 right we put no we put no pressure on the other team nor the refs to make the call now our one person we have to really worry about it to me is brown we know tatum is a superstar or a star let me say that so tatum's gonna get his is do we allow brown to get 25 or 30. That 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 becomes the X factor him. Because if he gets 20 and Tatum gets 30, that's 50. I'm not worried about that. That's a, that's a good number. If we can hold them two to 50, we should win this game. Because then you're telling me for them to get 120, 130 on us, that means Marcus Smart went off. That means Al Horford, Al Horford probably had. 15 and 15, you know what I mean? Like, so for to 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 beat us, you're gonna have to score 120 or better. So, so my thing is, who do we stop? And I and I say this to y'all a lot. The next issue is we give up layups and threes and second chance. So if they take away one, they don't have to be great on defense, they just have to pick their poison. Am I gonna give you the three? or I'm going to give you the layups. Once they decide which one they're going to take away, ain't nobody going to beat this team. The problem with that is, I think I think that the Nets really just don't try that hard. <laughs> I think I think they get up 20 they they got about 22 versus the Cavs and then they just started trying stuff. I <laughs> Who who is it that we have to stop, Bam? Who do we have to stop, and and what and what's the most? What is our our weakness that makes us vulnerable to losing to this team? Well, to me, it's less about who we have to stop and what they have to stop. It, it, and let's do two things. They will win this series. Piggybacking off of what Cool said, the Nets give up layups, dunks, and they also give up a lot of foul shots. 
if the Nets can rebound and limit their turnovers and keep these shots close, they will outscore their opponent more times than not. The problem is with, between the turnovers, the second shots, and then the free throws, we're just giving up way too many easy points. And, you know, we're taking less overall shots. So to me, if, if they can clean up the glass and limit their turnovers you know, to under 10 a game, they'll probably outscore them four times. Yeah, but who is it that they have to stop, though? Who's the guy? Well, like, well, like I said, I, don't, I think it's less about who they have to stop. And, and if they do those things, the rest will take care of themselves. Oh, if I was so piggybacking on, like, one particular player, you know, it's, I, I guess you probably have to go with Brown, right? Because you know Tatum is going to average 30. He's going to have a 40-point game in this, season where, in this series where they win because of that night. Um, so it's really the ancillary players because they don't go that deep in their scoring rotation either. You know, White's okay and smart, but I think Curry and Brown and hopefully at some point Simmons, you know, our ancillary guys can outscore theirs. Right. If it's a if it's a scoring contest between between KD and Kyrie to versus Tatum and Brown, I think we could we could eat them out most nights. The, the challenge becomes if the Nets are letting Marcus Smart score, score if you know, Pritchard you, is having guys, career highs. Our, our, our guys will be more efficient. Our, our guys will be more efficient shooting. The problem is the other team always gets so many more field goal attempts. They, they have to limit the second chances and the turnovers. They, they, they're just giving up too many shots between you know, the shot disparity. is a lot to make up sometimes. 100%. 100%. Um, Sam, elaborate on that. Um, add yeah, on to that. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to add on that because I think, you know, in a lot of ways, the way that the Celtics play to me is kind of similar to give like a, an NFL comparison. They, they feel a little bit like the type of team that always, because they're so, um, because they're so focused, because they're all on the same page, because they don't make mistakes – they usually always start out with a lead. Like if you notice a lot of their games during their uh, their run, they always started out big, and then they could basically focus on defense and put all their energy towards there, so they inevitably end up keeping the lead. I, I feel like, I mean, Eve, you're a big soccer fan. I feel like there's a bunch of te- soccer teams that do that also once they get a big lead. And I and so, but the Celtics, what I the, the thing that I find funny about the analysis is that you can't compare the scoring acumen between the Nets and the Celtics. I mean, like the Nets are eons like better, which is why I think, and we're all kind of touching on this is that like, if the Nets are actually zoned in and clicking offensively, the Celtics just don't have the horses to keep up with them. Like, there's no way that you can tell me that like Derek white, isn't that good of an offensive player. I get that smart has been playing well, but like, I mean, and Jalen and Tate, Jalen and Jason are not in the same uh, stratosphere combined that Katie and Kyrie are. And when you even look at all the other guys, like when you add the Curries and when you add the Mills, and if you say that, you know, even if you say Williams comes back and you say Drummond and Williams kind of cancel out their points, like it's just it, the Nets have more uh, firepower, which is why I think so much of it is just setting the tone and not letting them be, you know, like the NFL team that goes up 14 nothing, but you know that if they go down, but if you know if they if they go down fourteen nothing to start the game, they're actually in deep shit because they can't make that type of run. Uh, so that's what I find to be interesting about the whole uh, analysis between these two teams. Yeah, I'm gonna say if 
if if they could limit the turnovers and they they didn't do that against Cleveland and this is a much um uh uh better defense then then that's a big that's a big help but another kind of unseen issue that I don't think enough people are talking about is they're not creating offense for the others. I, I I don't like the way it's so difficult to get Seth Curry a shot where in Philly, it seemed like they were always finding him open in the corner, open, open at the top of the key. Like, like they were kicking out to him, you know, uh, in a way that made him effective when he's out on the court, he's not playing great defense. So, so Sam, like, how how do we get these other guys involved? What's missing that's that's keeping these guys from really uh, uh, getting some touches and 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 stretching the floor? Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. I think that you know the, the Nets have the two two of the probably the two best uh, difficult shot makers in the NBA. If you want to combine like uh, add Booker to that list, like it's those are probably like the top three and. There, there does seem like there's a lot, a lot of moments where when, you know, when you actually have lineups where it's just KD and then like Dragic and a bunch of other guys, the ball is moving better than when it's kind of this KD, Kyrie, my turn, uh, your turn type of thing. And so, look, I think we've all we've all texted about this. I think that's where Simmons comes in because Simmons is like kind of that connector guy that if he can play, he knows how to set up an offense. I mean, he's like one of the most gifted passers in basketball, and I think in Kyrie's time in the, uh, in Brooklyn, if there's anything that we've seen, I think what's becoming more and more and more evident is the dude is just clearly like a six foot one shooting guard instead of this like people call him a combo guard or a point even a point no, guard. He's, he's not a point guard at all. Yeah, he's like been he's, he's been like, miscast by his height. He's he's Kobe at six feet. Yeah, like that's just what like that's just what he is. That's what he looks for. It's th- th- his his first, second, and third option in his head is shooting, and then like and and then he sees on passing. Like whereas you can tell that like KD is obviously a really gifted passer and is incredibly unselfish, which is why he never has games where he goes you know eight of thirty two, like we've seen from uh, uh I w- from Kyrie. And you know, I think I think KD walks on water. I would say he's an adequate passer. He. He does. He takes some risk. He 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 passes into turnovers a lot, um, but he's he's opportunistic. The reason why he had all those assists the other night was because, um, you know, they were sending doubles onto him, and then they they had a third man hedging, if not if not playing on him completely, so he was able to pass out a double and triple teams. I'm. I'm I'm gonna bring it back to to a conversation we we haven't really touched yet, um, um, but I think can we've I, all been hinting. Oh, Say it again. Can, can I chime in real quick? quick? Go ahead. We can't get Curry shots because teams are okay with the Nets slipping the ball to Bruce Brown. So his, right. his points per game have gone up, but teams are willing to live with that. And let him be the, the be the secondary playmaker because they'd rather that than Curry go off for six threes. That's so that's so accurate. Yes. The second <laughs> problem is we don't, we don't rebound, rebound well and we don't get a lot of stops. So when you're taking the ball out 
from under your basket or you're not getting clean offensive rebounds. You have to, you know, sc- scramble for them. You're not getting good, you know, early offense and transition opportunities. A lot of times, you know, if Kyrie's pushing the ball down the floor, he can get in the paint. It sucks the defense in. That opens up those kicks. But they, they just don't do enough of that kind of stuff. So that's why he can't get shots off. And he doesn't move well top of the ball either, to be honest. I was I, I was complimenting him for moving well without the ball. I hope it's not the Nets that that kind of took no, no, that no, away from him. No, it's the ankle. If you notice, since the Knicks game on the last one at, at the Garden, that was the last time he could move well on that ankle. So I think that is hobbling him because you can see it even in the start of the game. He gets the first shot a lot of games now. They're trying to make a conscious effort to get him in a rhythm. It's just that by the third or fourth sequence, he's hobbling. Right. So, so I'm, I'm hoping these days, days, these days of rest, he can he can play like he played in the beginning. Because ever since he, he retweaked it, he ain't been looking good, so he's not even being aggressive to hunt for a shot. Because sometimes he's bringing the ball up, and he's with the second unit, and he's not he's not hunting. And so I say this, we we... we we talked about this um, before that Steve Nash doesn't call enough plays for even when they started out with Joe Harris. There's not no pin downs. There's no flares. No, you know, no skit screens. It, it needs to be some of those for him impact. Getting their threes now from a Bruce Brown attacking the paint and kicking out. So they just got to hit the shot. I agree. I agree. Let's Let's talk a little bit about Ben Simmons. I, I and and I, and and fellas, let me commend you on breaking that down. That was amazing. Um, let's talk a little bit about Ben Simmons. We're, we're all seeing the 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 coded messages, the the videos of him doing little things here and there. Um, um is Ben Simmons coming back? Kool Aid. Yeah. I think whatever the Nets show us, I, I, I like to look like like the CIA or the government. You know, when they showed us um, Enemy of the State and how they can basically GPS you from anywhere, they showed us in the movie they was already doing it. They just want us to know, get, oh, they, they was preparing us. So when you show me him in a video and he's actually running and stopping on a dime, yeah, you can say he's not going full speed, but for him to even run and stop on the dime and the moving, your back is fine. Because you're not just doing that. I done tweaked my back, I done had some in where you just like, ooh, I can't make this smooth, that cut, I don't want to bend over, I don't want to do nothing. So for them to show he did that, he was probably moving at that pace for two weeks. And maybe when the media should, maybe when the media is around, they have him doing the basics. Now, what I will say with him coming back, Drummond is Drummond is very key to this. Drummond is just as important as Kyrie in this series. And people may not like to hear that, but that is the truth. He's going to be the anchor, and in the last line, him and Claxton. If Drummond can get us a double double, chances are. We're going to win big, but Ben Simmons will unlock Drummond as well as Seth. His presence for 15 minutes allows KD to rest, get real. I would not play them at the same time. 
I want KD to get some rest because he's going to have to take us home, him and Kyrie. So if you let Ben Simmons play those minutes when he go to the bench, he pushes the ball, which will create either layups and dunks for himself or open threes for our shooters. So if we are able to get that, Ben Simmons will probably average 10 assists and eight points, and we'll and it will feel like 30. Bam. Is Ben Simmons going to play? And when? I mean, all signs point to it. If I had to guess, they, they, they want to play him. And I think game three will be the game. It just seems to make the most sense, particularly if they steal, let's say, game one. They may say, let's hold them off. I think that game is next Saturday. So it's, you know, what is that, nine days, ten days? Until they, they play that game three. And, I mean, you can just picture Barkley's as he gets up to walk to that scorer's table. That place is going to erupt. <laughs> I'm going to erupt. Pause. Yeah. I mean, look, they, they need all hands on deck. And if they, you know, you have to also think, think big picture. It's not just about getting out of this series. If he could play four or five games in this series and play, you know, 15 minutes, getting him in the Milwaukee series, and maybe you can get 20, 25 minutes is huge. He just fits exactly what what the Nets need. He he just all of the things we talk about the Nets' problems are. He he pretty much could be a a a, a solution for it, and not because you're imagining what he could be. What Ben Simmons does good or has done well in his career so far are exactly the things that the Nets are are missing. Sam, does Ben Simmons play? In the versus the Celtics, and when? Yeah, I think he. I think he. I think he's definitely playing. Like at this point, I'd be shocked if he doesn't play. And to everything Kool Aid said, I honestly think that's like the best way. If you're if you're gonna do like a a math equation of like what the Nets say versus like what uh, what ends up happening. Like, I mean, this dude. I mean, Woj released the report the last time before the back flared up that he was about to play in Orlando. Meanwhile, if you looked at, like, everything Nash was saying before that, it was like, oh, yeah, we'll see. Like, there was no social media showing him doing anything. Like, I mean, it's it, it just clear to me that, like, whatever is going on behind the scenes is he's far more advanced than, than that. Like, I, I don't know. I, like, I think there's – I wouldn't be surprised at this point if he's playing game one because – it just that that just seems the way seems to be the way a lot of this um, a lot of this is going. It seems like the Nets and Celtics are both being coy about uh, the injury statuses of uh, of their guys. Why though? Why why? It, you heard you guys in our group chat <laughs> know my theory. Why why all of the secrecy? What what's your theory? I mean I I, I mean I agree with you, and I've been look. Since he got traded, I've been, I've been on the on the uh, bandwagon that everything about this smells fishy. It's weird that he's not playing. It's weird that the the, the way the back flared up, the way it did, it went from like it's stiff, and Nash was saying it's nothing to you need like an epidural. Like like there's there hasn't been any common sense or rationality behind anything that we've heard, which is why I don't really think we know the the whole story. 
And I, if, if you told me that it had part, had something to do with clutch wanting money and they're trying to make a case, like I would honestly believe it. I have like, I have no idea. I think his back did legitimately hurt because I don't think you don't play somebody, especially when you're on the, when, when they were on the verge of not making even the play in, I don't think you don't play somebody because of money and let and I don't think KD would allow that, but I do think there's been some chicanery going on in the, in the background. That's for, I mean, that's, that's, for, for, that's, that's for sure. sure. It's, it's $20 million. They, they filed an arbitration they, and, and they're gonna, they're gonna fight for that money. Uh, so, so Eve, I just got, got a text. text. Oh, hit, hit me. What happened? This is, this is totally unrelated, but this is how much Nets basketball is going on in my life. I just got a text from my brother, who's a bit of a prick. Big Steve Nash hater. And all the text read was that any objective individual with any sense of a brain would know that the Nets can't win with Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> he, he better apologize if we do. No, it's been a lot of coach, a lot of Nets coaches, and and if he pulls it off, he gets credit. But back to what we were talk, back to what we were talking about. So, I I'm the only one that is kind of doubtful on this Ben thing, but I'm I'm hyped about it, so I'm gonna just go with the flow. Let's get let's get your predictions and wrap this up. Kool Aid, newest member of Pod Thorn, tell me. How does the series go? When does it end? And and just describe why the series go the why the series goes the way you're predicting. Okay, I got Nets in six. The reason why I have Nets in six, um, I believe in the series doesn't start until a road team actually wins a game. I think the Nets can go in there and steal game one. Um, or at least win one of them. But they also can win both of them. And I think going home 1-1 or up to zip and then you get Ben Simmons back, it brings a different bravado and swagger to this team and confidence. And now they go for the kill shot. You'd rather get it over with because I think by them finishing it faster, Milwaukee, even though people think that's going to be a sweep, I think that's going to be a six-game series. So you want to get some rest to be ready for them. And I think, like like we all been talking, if our offense shows up and we play even what we play now at the 11th rate defense, we get them out of there in full. You said four. <laughs> I I had to. Say, I didn't mean a sweep. I didn't mean. I didn't mean a sweep. I realized that after I muted myself. I didn't. Mean, I'm just saying, like the six and six, we get them out of there. I think that. I think that we'll that we'll win one in Boston, if not two, and then we'll come home and protect home, and then they might win one in that next one in Boston, which is five, and I think game six we win at home. All right, duly noted, duly noted. Bam, how does the series go? And give me a prediction. It's uh, a tough call. I mean, I think if we win it, we have to win it in six. I don't think we're winning a game seven on their floor. Um, 
I'm not, I'm not confident. I don't, I don't like the way the team has played. Even over the last five, six wins, it, it just has not been pretty. It's not a good brand of basketball. We've just been out talenting teams. Um, I mean, there's so many variables with Williams and Simmons and do these guys come back? And, and if they do, when? So it, it's really a tough one to predict. It's a cop-out. I'm going to say Nets in six or Boston in seven. And if there's a gun to my head, I would say Boston wins the series. I don't like you, man. I don't like you at all. Somebody, Somebody first up. The, 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 team team has, has, the team has not played well. This Boston team is, what, 26-6 and six in their last 32? I mean, we have not played good basketball. We, we, it's a sloppy team. They foul a lot. They don't rebound well. I, you know I don't think they're well coached. And I just – I think we could definitely win. I'm not ruling us out. Like I said, there's so many variables here. What if Simmons comes back and Williams doesn't? Well, that, that's, a, that's a huge swing. Um you know, I, I I definitely think, like, the first game is the one you want to get. It kind of sets the tone for the series. Um, so, you know, that game is huge. But I just don't have a good feeling about this Nets team. It's been that kind of season, and I feel like, you know, we're headed for a long off season. Duly noted. Duly noted. Sam, same thing. So I've gone through, like, every single scenario – uh, in my head for this and similar to bam like I, I don't i i think like trying to judge this team is next to impossible because they've blown out some some of the best teams and they've lost and or played at the level of some of the worst teams who are fighting for the first pick in the draft i think that if you think that they're more like you know if you're going to say that they're not that team that's playing to the lower competition and that they're really the team that, and we didn't mention this earlier, that lost to the Celtics by six in Boston when Tatum had 55, like then like I kind of feel like you have to take the, you have to take the nets in the series because if not, then they're just not that good of a team, which is why I know, I know Bam said nets in uh, nets in six or Boston in seven. I almost feel like if the if the Nets are as good as we kind of think they can be and they will and they will be and they actually show it, then I, then I think like Nets in six or like could be conservative for like for all we know. And but if it, but if the team is actually playing the way it's played, then I wouldn't be surprised if it's Boston in five because the, there have been games where the Nets have looked absolutely horrible and play a terrible brand of basketball. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to toe the line, and but the, but the the issue is that with the Nets, it's always like black or white. There's no gray with this team, like, and so that's what I think is is part about judging them. But I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in and just think that like Katie and Kyrie um, just don't really give a shit about the regular season. A lot of times when you're on a basketball floor, like. It, it's a it's a top down thing, and when the and when someone like KD, for example, who was as locked in as he was on defense yesterday, I think when and we've seen him earlier in the year not give a shit about defense, and I think that stuff's contagious. And if you think that they're going to be that locked in, then I think they're that then I think they're that good. But I it's it, I it, it's hard. I, like I, you just don't know what Nets team is showing up. I appreciate you, Sam. We, we, we need, need a prediction, 
I was I was gonna end out with you still haven't made a prediction. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Nets and six because that's what I because that's what I think. Like I'm gonna lean that they're that they're actually they're actually good and that and that they're not actually this shit team that lost to the trailblazers when the, when the big three were both were all playing like i just i can't imagine if that's actually the team and that they really are just going through the motions a lot of time um but so that's what so that's why i'm, I'm going i'm going nets in six what about, what about you, you the i'm not i don't remember exactly what week it was but it was like right before a game Kyrie irving um uh, Kyrie Irving uh, uh, had a Herkai <laughs> pop-up shop. <laughs> Have you guys, has any one of you guys purchased a, uh, a Herkai uh, walking stick from the Herkai collection that um, Kyrie just dropped? Negative. <laughs> anyway. No way. I'm I'm gonna make my my prediction and my prediction is, and, and then I'll explain why the Nets are gonna beat these dudes in five. The I, it's it's gonna sound crazy that but I'm I'm gonna start it off just for effect. The James Johnson situation taught me that the Nets are a big picture team. They're able to look at the big picture, try different stuff. And they never move in desperation. It is frustrating as hell because it looks like they're not trying. It looks like they don't they don't care. But I think this organization sat around a boardroom table and said, you know what? It might be better if we just take it light. If we just figure out who's who and 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 who we're gonna need for the playoffs. They they found out. And they gave him plenty of room to to hang himself, um, but they found out that James Johnson was uh uh you know not not going to be necessary um going forward. That it was going to if if you're playing just by going by just you know who was playing well, you're gonna have to play Kessler in the playoffs, uh, even though he had a horrible um you know first game. But that's what you should expect a rookie to do. I think this team is a big picture and and the results are going to say it. I'll be I'll I wouldn't be glad but I I I'll happily uh adjust my opinion based off of the results. But I think the results are going to be that we show that we're a dominant team that we're just a a a, a step above these dudes. And it, and it doesn't have Robert Will anything to do with Robert Williams. If Robert Williams was here, I might give him six games. The Nets are supposed to beat this team by five. The Nets are who they are supposed to be. They was waiting for these moments. They were waiting for the playoffs. And now you're gonna see a team that's that's just just different. Like, and it's because of everybody. It's because of Sean Marks. It's because of Kevin Durant. It's because of Kyrie Irving. It's because of they basically created a formula that works for them that is crazy that looks crazy and the results are going to let us know if i'm right but i'm i'm i i think because they're moving as one organization as one um you know group of people going for this championship 
Maybe that's what I believe because I'm biased that I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, but I, I really do. And I, I see little signs of it. Anyway, Mr. Kool-Aid, why don't you let the people know where they can find you and uh, your, your proper uh, Twitter address and all them things there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, I can find me on Twitter. Uh, I believe my handle is uh, BK Next Forever. Yeah, I'm around. Yeah, you gotta find me on nowhere else. Yo, you you brought in another excellent point, which is which um I forgot to even um mention. But the other reason why I, I think we could win in five two and, and and it's but it's really just a point that you just brought up, but I, I was thinking the same thing and I was saying it earlier on Twitter. Um these three game breaks between games <laughs> You don't want to see the Nets after three games, man. Like with you don't yeah. want to see Kyrie Irving rested three games, Kevin Durant rested three games. They might play forty and not even feel it. Uh, you want to speak on that a little bit before we we, we shut that we shut the joint down? Yeah, yeah I, I think that um you know for the most part people go you know the playoffs are not back to back, but game one and two is a three day break. So right now, what we getting five days, five or six days off right, right now? now? Correct. From from the last game, that gives Dragic, Seth, you know, everybody a chance to, to to heal. But for the for them to lock in and be laser focused, you're doing that for one day. You don't play for the next three days, so you'll have the energy to do it again. Now, when after game three, then it's every other day, but you have at least three games to really be laser sharp focused and that can swing. And that's why I said six, because I'm like, I want to respect our opponent. But you just tell me against the Cavs, they locked in. Yeah, they don't have the subbing. The subbing wasn't correct to to, to maintain the lead or grow the lead. But I kind of think in this real playoffs now, he's going to split their minutes up a little bit better than having both of them play 12 minutes. And the first and the third. That can't be the same formula for the playoffs. Agree, my man. Agree. Yo, <laughs> what a what a fantastic uh uh debut on on on, on um Python. I really, really appreciate you. Matt, say bot say uh tell the people where they can find you. They could they, they can, can find, find me on, on their, their blocked block and muted list. list. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Sam, say goodbye to the people. Adios, start Sunday. Let's get it. Hey, we are Python, and we're the fuck out of here. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for based on cox analysis of ookla speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details